This episode is brought to you by Cobury Digital. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Entrepreneur Rush. I'm Emil Mikkelsen. And I'm Thomas Shrepp. You ready for this, Thomas? It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> when you're busy, it's hard to keep up. But no, I'm happy we found the time to, to make this episode because SMS marketing is a topic of the day. And this is something that's seeing tremendous growth recently. And, and I'm just absolutely loving what we're able to do for clients. So I think yeah. this is something that, that listeners are really going to love. And I mean, we're also very happy to be able to finally sit down and talk. I mean, we've been talking about it for the past, uh, we've been talking about making a podcast about SMS marketing for the past two months or so. We're finally actually doing it. Uh, I think it's a really interesting topic because it's similar to email marketing in the kind of um, perspective you're taking, but at the same time, it's very different. Yeah, sure. I mean, you have similarities. You're also both permission-based. And in a lot of ways, it's uh, it's free to do, right? Although there's some things with execution and programs, it's it's a relatively cheap way of marketing yourself in comparison to advertising. And, and what's interesting, though, specifically with SMS is that while email has become, you know, it, it doesn't matter too much anymore when you send out your email and stuff like that, right? All these things are falling. But when you look at something like SMS, it's it's technical in a completely different way. One slight hiccup and, you know, you messed up. I mean, for instance, like when you look at SMS, over 90% of people open the text within the first five minutes. So if you're sending out a text late, you're, you're, you know, you're really missing out. But if you're sending out an email when people are asleep, well, they're likely to see it first thing in the morning, right? So although people love to really talk about how important it is to always split test every single bit of email marketing, reality is it's not it's not as important anymore it's as not other as things. time sensitive right no absolutely not and I think that's the that's a cool thing about SMS marketing is it's a it's a it's a double-edged sword right you have the fact everyone opens it as soon as they see it but at the same time right they open it as soon as they see it that means if you send it at the wrong time when they're sleeping they're not opening it uh, at the same rate but also you know if you send it while they're eating dinner if you send it on weekends if it's a b2b thing, you're annoying people. If you send it too often, it's very annoying. It's much more difficult to ignore than an email is. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we're going to dive into this completely in depth because there are so many considerations and there's the whole, you know, know, SMS is annoying. I wouldn't like it. All of these things that we meet on a day-to-day basis from clients. And it's super important to, you know, fully understand how SMS works and you'll realize that that's not the case. But Let's go back for a bit, Thomas. So where do we start, right? Like, how do you actually get started with SMS marketing? How does it work? A lot of people don't even fully understand, right? That it, it is a platform similar to email that's, that's automated and stuff like that. Right. So nowadays, I mean, everyone has a phone. And uh, you what you do with SMS marketing is basically you send out texts, whether it's as notifications for certain things, right? If you're a bank to send out notifications when a transaction has gone through, or if it's you know sending out promotional offers, sending out new info about your uh, about new releases in your store, whatever it is, right? Basically, anything you could put in a newsletter email, you can put into an not anything, of course, but basically the ideas that are behind email marketing, you can do an SMS as well. And uh, the way it works is you just you just text them on their number, right? And so the, the the first thing you obviously have to do is you have to start getting permissions. You have to start getting people signing up on your site, giving you their phone number and permission to text you. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is really important, especially for our listeners in Europe. Uh, the permission you get for email is not sufficient for SMS as well. You actually need a specific one for text. 
And furthermore, what we recommend that we're going to dive into a bit is that you actually ask for permission for specific texts. This is not a legal thing, but this is how you really avoid annoying people. You don't say, you know, would you like that we text you with anything, you know, SMS related and we can just spam you with marketing. It's much more, okay, you'd like to know when this product is in stock or when a new podcast comes out. And, you know, that's a specific service. So I call it like, you know, automation by service rather than a typical marketing permission. And I mean, we've talked about email segmentation in the past, right? And it is really important. You do want to, if when possible, figure out what types of emails do people like? What do they want more of? And, you know, to not annoy them with emails. But with texts, that's just taking it to a whole nother level, right? Because it's impossible to ignore, because they will be opening that email, no matter, or that text, no matter what, it's really, really important that you don't send out texts to people who don't want them. And so it's it's much more important to get that differentiation, that segmentation from the start. Ask them, what kind of text do you like? And if they only sign up for the bare minimum or don't sign up at all, it might even be better than spamming them with text they don't like. Oh, it's absolutely better. I mean, SMS can either build or destroy a brand. It's one of the most intrusive things we have because we take the phone very seriously. It's something that's very close to us. And it's also a new media. And whenever something is a new media, we always scrutinize it a lot more. So there are so many reasons to really consider your SMS marketing strategy. I think what what's key to understand is that you have to get started because all of these negatives are completely outweighed by the positive when done correctly. Like SMS is not annoying. It's actually a fantastic service. I mean, a good example is if, if you have a dentist appointment and you're reminded, I mean, few people of us will be bothered by that. The same goes for, you know, confirmations when we're making orders and stuff like that. And then when you take it the step further to actual more direct marketing material, the same is the case, right? You don't want to check a website every single day to know if the thing that you need is back in stock. All these things a lot of people don't want to do. They want that information. And that's why, as you said, you need to adjust your permission. You need to segment very well and use tags to find out what does this specific person want to hear from us. I mean, something that might make it a bit more understandable to anyone who doesn't have a lot of, who hasn't been getting any uh, any texts as marketing, right? Uh, almost everyone, I think, gets a text from their, uh, from their um, what's it called? From their phone plan, right? That they, they get a text towards the end of the month saying, you know, this is how much you have left and so on. No one doesn't like that, right? That's super beneficial to everyone because that's a valuable piece of information you're getting instead of having to log into your account and seeing how much data or how many minutes you have left. And uh, that's someone, everyone be- something everyone benefits from. And that's kind of what you want to achieve. You want to ach- get to a point where people are happy they received your texts because that means, you know, they'll continue staying subscribed. Yeah, I mean, at least you drive it down, right? It's back about what are people expecting, what are they asking for? Because now we're making it sound like SMS is entirely for these service reminders, but it's really not. I mean, if if you want a product on a pretty consistent basis and every now and then there's a great sale on it, well, if you ask to be informed about that, that's incredibly useful. I mean, I know myself how important it is to buy certain products at a certain time because, you know, we know that they're going to be on sale every now and then, and I'm, I'm not going to be buying before that happens. So I think for marketing, they're just as amazing. It's really just about understanding what to send. Uh, but yeah, so it's, it's pretty clear from this conversation, Thomas, right, that we're for, email, for SMS marketing. It's also clear that there are similarities to email. I think it's important before we just jump completely into it to just fully explain how it actually works technically. So as it is similar to email, it uses a similar software where, you know, you get people's permissions, you sign up their numbers, and then you can put them into different audiences and lists, and you can send out SMSs to those, just like with email programs. In fact, Clavio is one of the big examples that actually incorporates text if you're in the U.S. or Canada. 
And uh, on the topic of signing up, right? Whereas emails, the almost the only way you do it, right, is you have a pop-up where people put in their name, put in their email and sign up. For text, there's another option as well, right? It's the text join to this number uh, or the equivalent of that to join the SMS, um, to join the, the the list you want to join, right? And this just simplifies the, pro- uh, the process much more, which is especially beneficial because, right, it is happening on mobile. It is happening on phones where people don't want to do the three-step, pro- you know, don't want to take multiple steps because everything is just much, much smaller, much more difficult. Um, and on that note also, right, the the unsubscribing should be just as simple. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the reasons that SMS is succeeding is obviously not just that people use their phones a lot or that it's niche. It's also that it's innovating, right? It's doing a lot of things that email was already doing, but it's also adapting. It's making the sign-up process easier. Uh, it's allowing for an easier way to to leave once again, right? So in general, I totally agree with you. And I think it's interesting for people to understand that Although simplicity is key to SMS marketing, it also works for very complicated things. I mean, we have a ton of very complicated automated uh, SMS flows, and the performance is just absolutely amazing. I mean, something like abandoned cart and stuff like that that works well in email certainly also works for text. It's, again, back to the permissions, right? What are people asking for? What are they expecting? And also, what kind of business are you? I mean, some people have the freedom to use SMS marketing more directly than others. So you really want to consider that as well, right? Who's your consumer? What are they expecting? How do they behave? Uh, You know, how important is something like an impulse to them? I mean, if you're in a a typical fashion brand that runs a lot of sales, you're selling a lot of brands like that, you might make a more generic SMS permission and you might actually send out sales on a consistent basis because it's kind of tied together with what people are doing. They're sort of expecting this and you can get away with it. Totally agree. Yeah, I think it's important to to find the right balance for your business, whatever that might be, right? If it's a, the majority of my texts are going to be sales, then, and, and that works for your segment, like you just mentioned, right? Then that makes a ton of sense. If it's something where the majority of your texts shouldn't be, uh, shouldn't be offers, but rather, you know, service notifications should be uh, happy birthday or holiday messages and so on then that's obviously something else. And the balance is important to find. Absolutely. The balance is important. And I think what's interesting when you start getting more permissions and you start using more platforms, you have user registration, you have email, you have SMS, the quantity, the amount of times you can hit people goes up. Because what's interesting is people don't get as annoyed by receiving one text on one topic and shortly thereafter another another, uh, email on another topic. But if they receive two emails in a row or two texts in a row, they will be annoyed in a different way. And I think that's really, really interesting because as a business, we're always chasing the short term versus the long term. And and reality is sending out more mails and more texts will mean that you sell more on the short run, right? So it's that balance. Do we want to sell? Of course we do. But at the same time, we want to provide great brand value. We don't want people to unsubscribe because then we can't sell later. And so really by diversifying, by getting more platforms in play, getting more permissions in use, you can much better do this and just... Let me really drive this down because when you look at statistics, Denmark's statistic last year, and I know this is backed up by a lot of international studies, showed that a product needs to be seen on average 11 times for people to purchase. And here we're not talking, you know, uh, big expensive cars. We're talking averages. Even when we're selling cheap products such as bike tires, etc., we're looking at several hits per purchase. And if you have to hit someone with 11 different angles, you certainly need to use more than one platform. You can barely do that on Facebook or Instagram alone. And and certainly it would take a while 
to the point where they fall out of this marketing funnel that you're currently in. But if you hit them three or four times on Facebook, once or twice on Instagram, a couple of times on YouTube, Google, you know, it starts adding up and then you really drive down the consistent sales on, you know, following up with existing customers on SMS and email, you're really starting to get somewhere. You'll really notice that your revenue goes up because, I mean, a, a single abandoned card email is going to push up revenue with 5 to 10% on those people in the list. I mean, these are the numbers, right? What happens if you combine that with automations on SMS? What happens if you combine that with your remarketing flows and your funnels? Revenue goes up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about creating this experience for the customer, right? Being Creating another touch point with your potential customers. And while it's great to have touch points... It, not while it's great, but it's always great to have touch points on as many platforms as possible so that you get these different angles, you're able to interact with the user in different ways, right? Just like an ad on Facebook is going to necessarily be different from an ad on LinkedIn, right? Even if you're interacting with the same person for the same product, you'll be selling it in a different way because that person's headspace will be different. They'll have a different attitude, they'll have a different mindset at the time when they're browsing one platform or another, and with SMS, it's the same thing. You'll be able to reach them in a different capacity. You'll be able to write much more personally, much more uh, straightforward than you would in an email, right? Because at the end of the day, it is a text, which is a relatively short form uh, method of text of, of, of communicating. Yeah. And I mean, if, if you think about it, if you really look at the statistics, you realize how important SMS is and how tremendously far behind the average business is. I mean, 80% of purchases currently take place from a phone. 82% of traffic takes place from a phone. 90 plus percent, upwards of 98 in a lot of studies, open SMSs within the first few minutes. 20% open the average email over its entire span. The numbers of SMS are exploding, right? The power of SMS, the power of the phone, it's just going up. And now we're talking about direct marketing or service reminders, what about stuff like app downloads, right? You get a text, you click a single button and you have the app. The power here is immense. And, and with data becoming more and more important with Apple and, 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 and you know, Facebook fighting with, with data in general receiving more regulations, permission is increasing in importance because once you have permission, you can use that data for a ton of different things, which is why we want people to drive app downloads, get user registrations. And all of these things are just so much easier to do once you have that permission and you can reach out to them directly based on their behavior. And I mean, at that point, right, you don't have any data issue anymore either. They've signed up, they've given you their permission. At any point, they might unsubscribe. But as long as you cultivate that relationship with the customer, as long as your texts are improving the quality of life for your customers, they're not going to unsubscribe. Apple's not going to come in and make it more difficult for you to send out those texts. That's something that's secure and stable and won't go away. Well, it won't go away. And what's interesting is even if they subscribe, uh, unsubscribe, the value is there, right? Because that's data that you've already received. That's data that you can use for targeting on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, you name it. That data is yours. And the way you use that data is really what can define your ability to scale and improve your company. And that data is not just for targeting and improving your advertising efforts. It's also for optimizing landing pages. It's for understanding better who your audience is and thereby understanding what your product should do, how you should, you know, extend it. And stuff like that. So the data is there regardless. And 
Yeah, it's it's just it's crazy to me that SMS is being undervalued to this extent because people find it quote unquote annoying because it's new and they don't have it yet. Email's great, right? They said the same thing about email. It's super annoying. Now, for some reason, you know, SMS is annoying. Next thing I know that... And the know, statistic on that is actually pretty fun, right? Apparently, 75% of people don't mind getting texts from brands. And uh, that includes all the texts that are salesy or promoting themselves or whatever. And that, that, that that's super impressive to me. I mean, 75%. That means three out of four people are not unhappy that you sent them. Whatever text that might be, they're not unhappy. And then let's take a look. Like, I, the, 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 obviously, it's unclear, but how many people then like your text if it's something that's actually what they want? If you're able to, you know, figure out what kind of text do they want, what do they want to know, and text them exactly that. Yeah, and what is interesting is I think when you do surveys like this, people barely even understand what SMS marketing is. I mean, that's seventy-five percent people percent of people liking actual marketing. What about service messages? Are those even counted? Probably not. So yeah, it's it's super interesting. I think part of this is obviously the numbers are going to fall as more and more people go on because more and more people are going to make mistakes and then SMS becomes annoying, right? Right now you don't mind it because you get a text once a week from the one or two core companies you work with. The problem becomes when more and more, you know, day-to-day people get on to the to the, you know, SMS marketing a, some customers might oversubscribe and thereby becomes annoying getting texts all the time. And B, maybe the people that are getting into the SMS marketing game aren't as talented. Maybe they don't, you know, take advantage of data and understanding their audience as much, which is why, you know, the people that are there right now, well, it's it's people like you and me that, that make a living out of this. I'm very curious to see what happens when the average, you know, brand gets on with it. Will, you know, the the... The power of SMS marketing fall, yes, inevitably, but by how much? Will it actually eventually become annoying or, you know, enter the phase of email that requires so much more because the open rates are lower and stuff like that? I mean, if we take a look at how email has developed over the years too, right? People would think that the newest generations hate email marketing, that they're flooded by newsletters from brands everywhere. Uh, but studies have shown that's not actually the case. On average, uh, Generation Z is subscribed to four, uh, to around four. Uh, so, so on average, the number is four point something. Four different brands that they receive emails from that they open every single time because it's the four they like or, you know, whatever. They find the brands they like, they subscribe, they don't subscribe to anything else. And so then all of a sudden you don't have this noise, right? If you're competing with three other brands, probably not even in your field or industry, right? There is no competition there. And I'm, I'm sure that eventually, right, we might have this overcorrection that, that, that will eventually happen where everyone is flooded with SMS marketing because you're not used to it. But eventually people will go back to, I'll subscribe only to those that I'm actually interested in. In which case, once again, you don't have noise. You don't have anyone else to compete with. Yeah, and, and from this, it's pretty clear that although right now the, the potential is absolutely tremendous in beating all of the competitors, this is not just a short-term thing. It might not, you know, be overwhelmingly dominant to every other platform long-term, but it's most certainly going to be another player. And the sooner you get on there, the more you can tap into that potential. Uh, what I think is also interesting is about the freedom. We talked a bit about it, right? But with regulations and stuff, there are a lot of things you cannot advertise on Facebook and Google and other platforms. With SMS, this is not so much the case. So whether you are actually selling alcohol or adult content or different things, well, you can do this through SMS. And you you know, you might even be selling a product on Facebook right now that you're allowed to, but then regulations change and suddenly you can't. 
Well, if your business revolved around Facebook, that is very, very difficult. That's something that a lot of businesses have really died over because they put it all into one platform and either regulations or, or freedom messed it up or it became too expensive. Well, you know, email, just like text, it's very predictable. There's a certain price. There's a certain way you go about it. And that more or less remains. If anything, it just becomes more exciting as more automations come along, as data becomes better, as phones become more intuitive, as checkout flows become less frictionless, right? What happens when you get a text and by clicking the link, you know, you just have to confirm with a code and you've already bought the product and the link. I mean, that's going to convert amazingly well. And uh, yeah, I was going to to mention that myself, actually. I think that's super interesting that more and more SMS marketing is going to become easier. That also means you're going to see more more competition on it. But if you get in early, you'll be the one of the first people to actually get uh, be able to send out those texts and have the, the the level of automation necessary to properly segment, right? Uh, it's something we've already been doing, but it's not too late for anyone, right? It's not to the point of oversaturation. And every day there's new updates on different, there's new platforms that you can use for SMS marketing. Yeah, and just to really drive this down, because I'm a statistics guy, I like to look at the numbers. I like to look at what's actually the case in reality because we all have opinions. And to show you how important this frictionless shopping that we're talking about that would be directly tied to phones because it already has, you know, your information, your card stored and stuff like that, even has your fucking two-factor authentication <laughs> there. It could not be easier, guys. It's it's all in there. You know, the second most common reason that carts are abandoned, so when people are already in the purchase flow, 55% abandon because the fiction, uh, the flow is not frictionless enough. It's, it's too complicated. It takes too long. They don't understand a certain step. They lack some sort of information. What was the, the we were talking about this the other day, it was super interesting. If people have to enter the same information twice, there's a really high number. I don't remember the exact percentage, but it was above 50%. They just leave. So if they have to enter a billing address and then a shipping address, no matter how easy everything else is, they're gone. They're gone. And, and you know, and, and 55%, you know, on top of that, leave simply because it's complicated to begin with. So if it becomes one-click shopping, that's, that's, that's going to be amazing. I mean, that's what we're looking at. We're talking about, you know, how the best U.S. firms, the kings of e-commerce, are currently working towards three-step shopping, right? So you have to have three steps from, or you can have a maximum of three steps from when they gain their interest to when they purchase. Well, SMS could be looking at one-step or two-step shopping. And I mean, if this sounds too futuristic for you, right? We are moving towards this. There is more and more data being stored on your phones, on your browser, that's helping us move towards one-click shopping. I mean, uh, Chrome already has, uh, Chrome and Safari both, I think, uh, whenever you go to to shop something, right, your information is immediately entered, your shipping or billing address, your credit card number is saved. I think the only thing you have to put in is the security code. And with your phone, right, Apple Pay, Google Pay, everything is already stored and ready to be used. Yeah, and I mean, it makes sense, right? There's a reason that abandoned card rates are so much higher for phones, because even though it stores all of this information, have you actually gone through a checkout on phone? These little boxes that you click, it's a mess. It's so difficult. But if we cut out the checkout flow from the website, if we simply tie it to your phone, your Apple account, etc., it becomes so frictionless and conversion rates are going to go through the roof because people aren't you know, not buying products because they don't want them. That, that's really not the main issue here. There's a ton of products that people want. It's more so that A, they might not know that it exists or that they want it, and B, when they finally find it, it's too difficult to, to purchase it. 
And, and sort of on this topic of, of frictionless, I just want to add a, a little bit of bonus information that, that isn't really directly tied to SMS, but it has similar similar aspects. You know, Thomas, I've been talking uh, about it for a while, the whole, uh, you know, at some point, Amazon or one of these big players, it's going to buy, you know, a retailer, it's going to connect it to shows, and it's no longer going to be, you're watching a movie and it's, you know, Amazon is promoting Coca-Cola or promoting another product. It's going to be that you can buy it by simply clicking on your, you know, you're clicking a button and you're buying that product. That that shirt the person is wearing, your favorite actor that you really like, right? You get to see the price with a single click. You click another button, it's added to your basket on Amazon. And the next time you order something, it, it sends it out. This has ties to SMS. These are the early days of that future we're talking about. And I know that Amazon is currently looking into different retailers. I'm pretty sure they even bought some recently. And, you know, this whole universe can be tied together with SMS because the more we make it frictionless, the more we work with these direct permissions that, you know, is really something that Amazon have succeeded at. Theirs is user registration, but they really use it well. The more we're going to see revenue and conversion rates go up, the more we're going to have that relationship with the client that we need. And at the same time that that sounds promising and full of potential, there is also the potential to be left behind. Uh, I mean, if we look at Amazon, right, we'll be able to do that much more easily. But once they have that settled, people will be buying from that platform. So especially in countries like Denmark, where e-commerce is not as, or I mean, Denmark doesn't even have Amazon, right? Where it's not as dominated by Amazon, it will be increasingly important for all these, for, for e-commerce businesses to start implementing that themselves. Oh, absolutely, ever increasing. And I wouldn't just say for e-commerce, I would say in general, because what happens is when more and more people provide stuff like abandoned cart emails or reminders that you need to extend certain things, reminders that you need to update your subscription card, all of these different things, the more people expect them and the lacier they get. And with that, if you don't send an abandoned cart email in 2025, I would not be surprised if, if you simply do not sell, right? People go on a site, they look around, they're not going to finish it. They know you're going to follow up, perhaps with a deal or just simply making it easier. Why would they make the decision then and there if they don't have to? And so as expectations grow, as more and more marketers use automation and data, well, those that don't will be left behind. We are already seeing it. I mean, people are being overtaken by those brands, by people like you and me that manage to make these customer flows so absolutely intelligent, so frictionless, so considerate, right? It's about not seeing the same thing twice, but still making sure they see something from you 11 times. If you do not use data and automation, that's impossible. But by looking at, you know, how they're behaving on the website, have they ever visited the About Us page? No. Follow-up ad on Facebook. All of these different things, if you do not do that, if you do not do that going forward, you will have a very difficult time. I've, I've already said this once before today, right? But at the end of the day, it's about creating the best possible experience for the customer. And I know that I, you know, without all these service uh, texts, you know, I'd be, for, for a lot of things, I much prefer getting a text message to getting an email, depending on what they're texting me. Uh, and that's obviously not just for me, but, you know, the majority of the population prefers getting texts for certain things than they do emails or not being notified at all. I mean, how great is it that your bank gives you a text every time uh, money is wired somewhere? How great, how great would it be if your bank texted you five days before your subscriptions renew just to make sure, you know, do you still want to subscribe to all these services? How great would that be? Um, but let's wrap it, wrap it up today. What would what are the main takeaways? What do what should business owners go out knowing about SMS marketing? 
Ooh, there's so much. I mean, I think the first step and the one that I really want to drive down because this is going to be a, a continued thing where we will be making a lot of episodes and a lot of blocks and, and you know, talk about this because SMS is new. People love to pretend don't, that it's not. Don't promise too much. We, no, no, no. We're it, not it, great. It, it's going to come because there is so much. And SMS is something I want to talk about because, yeah, t- crazy potential. So, so I think first and foremost... You have to be on there. It doesn't matter if you're e-commerce, if you're B2B, if you don't like SMS, if your grandma doesn't like FMS, you know, people like it. And even those that don't, they don't like it because they had a bad experience and it's your job to make sure that they don't. So if you're in a segment where you have to be cautious, well, then be cautious about it. Make sure that they only subscribe for very specific texts, maybe service reminders, and then you can build on that once you've gained their trust. But but get on there sooner than later and understand that it doesn't have to be very difficult. It's actually relatively similarly priced to email marketing. You can use a lot of the same platforms. You can set up automations. I mean, I had one client that was like, yeah, but I hate texting. You don't have to write these texts on your phone. You, you can do it on the computer. Don't worry. I mean, it, it's all automated. It's, it's all the same platform, right? So first and foremost, get on there. It doesn't have to be annoying. It's about how you segment and how you use it. And you have to use it. Second of all, realize that permission marketing is the future. As regulations grow, as the battle between giants like Facebook and Apple continues, data is going to be harder and harder to come by, but it's everly, you know, it's more and more important by the minute. You need it for segmenting, for improving your performance, in general, just for communicating with people. You need it. Third, I would say that when you get on SMS, try to automate a lot, right? Don't do all of the manual stuff. You can start out with that. You can supplement with that. But the best way of avoiding, uh, you know, that it's annoying is to simply automate. You don't have the time to manually write 50 different emails to people here and there, but setting up a really good automated flow will make sure that it remains relevant based on their interests, based on what they've asked for, based on how they're behaving. I would say these are the three main things. And once you've gotten that down is when you can start really going more into depth. You know, how can I then gather these permissions? How can I use it uh, to connect with Facebook and Instagram? How can I make it part of my customer journey, my email marketing? But these are really, you know, the the next step. You want to begin with getting on there, understanding why you should be on there, and in general, making a permission marketing plan. All right, everyone, that's it for today's episode. We hope that you found it useful and that you're at least, you know, slightly excited about SMS, although it's scary, although you might not like the idea of it because there's so much potential. The opening rates are insane. The conversion rates are insane. And the opportunity to make it frictionless beats any other platform. And now's the time to share and subscribe.